Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. You've heard me talk about Tacovas, the company carrying on all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. Well, longtime listener Jeremy emailed me to say, Zabe, I was on a work trip to Austin, knew about Tacovas from the podcast, stopped into the store. Next thing you know, I've got a damn good pair of boots and I'm looking sharp with a nice buzz to boot. Giddy up. Tacovas believes in Western for all. And you can feel that when you stop in one of their stores and get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. Just use promo code ZABE. That's promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo at checkout. It's a $30 value and they sell out fast. Only at Tacovas.com. Today on the Zabecast, it's Andy Poland, the guy I once derisively called Good Enough Andy. A man who knows more Redskins history than anybody. Somebody who loved Chinese food, Tiger Woods, and 60 Minutes on Sundays. And a guy who taught me the word Meshuggana. Your bonus, uncensored 35-minute edition of the Zabecast is locked and loaded. So buckle up and let's go. <laughs> Here we go. It is your Sports Reporters Express, the mini-show that's going to cover a lot of ground today, including good aura, bad aura, tournament madness, upset city, Alabama situation, Dan Snyder sale seems imminent, imminent, and then Lamar versus Lamar. Andy Pollan joins us now after a weekend spent at a friend's wedding. No, more than a friend. Nephew. Nephew. Family. I love it. And and I asked you via text, how was it? And you said, pretty good. The horror was not bad. And I then replied, well, maybe when you come on Monday, you can tell me what constitutes a good horror or a not so good one. All right. You want to launch into that to start? I'll be happy to do that. <laughs> uh... Why so hesitant? Why'd no, you I... pause awkwardly like that? I thought you'd jump. I thought you'd pick up that loose football. First of all, am I saying it right? Hora. Hora. H O R A. Hora. It is the uh... traditional Jewish wedding dance in which the bride is picked up on a chair and paraded around the room, correct? 
Yeah, uh, that's you're you're in the ballpark oh. there, uh, and it's it's not just for weddings because we do it for bar mitzvahs as well. Oh, okay. But uh, yes, and you will uh, actually lift the bride and the groom, and both they of will them, hold, both of them, yes, on chairs, on chairs, and okay. then they will uh, each hold an end of a handkerchief to symbolize something. And don't ask me what that is, but that's an old tradition, and uh, and then at some point. Uh, it, it, depending on the parents, they sometimes are willing, sometimes not, but the parents are lifted up as well. Now, you may remember that Charles Barkley, his daughter, married a Jewish guy two, three years ago. And, uh, you know, Barkley's down about 60 pounds now. There you go. That's the song that they play. Hava and, Nagila uh, is the song when they dance the horror. Right. And, uh, and Chuck was about three bills in those days. And he said, we're going to need all hands on deck to raise me for that homer. <laughs> all right. So, uh, so what constitutes a, a good yeah. horror? Okay. Well, as I've told you, there are three divisions of Judaism. There's Orthodox, Conservative, and Reform. And Which uh, is Division it, One? Division one is Orthodox. You're gone all the way. <laughs> okay. uh, that means no riding on Saturday, no turning on lights, no television, the whole the whole Megillah there. And you certainly uh, don't roll on Shomer Shabbos, as the line not. went in uh, the movie The Big Lebowski. Exactly. And, uh, and then uh, the conservative is... You're maybe a little closer to the Orthodox, but you get in a car on Saturday, you know, you'll 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 bend a little bit. Okay. And then reform is basically do what you want to do. Okay. okay. So uh, I'm somewhere in between conservative and reform. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Reform. Yeah. Okay. So uh, conserve. So what's the D1 again? Oh, Orthodox. Orthodox. Orthodox is D1. Uh, conservative is one double A. Right. Uh, reformed is is NAIA maybe or Division two or Division three. Is there an even right. lower level like intramural? Is that like California Judaism? Um, well, I mean, it, that the lower level might be uh, what has actually uh, transpired in Atlanta over the weekend. I'm, I'm not sure about the intentions <laughs> of my nephew's bride, who is not but, Jewish. OK, but. She uh, she was she went along with the uh, traditions in the Jewish wedding. They were married under what's called a chuppah, which is a uh, a, a big um, what how do you put it? It's like a canopy uh, that they're married under. Uh, he wore a yarmulke uh, as they were being married. He broke the glass, which is uh, also tradition there. And uh, and even the uh, it, it was a couple that officiated the ceremony. I don't think either one was a minister or a rabbi. I'm not sure what their uh, affiliation was, but uh, as was pointed out, when the man breaks the glass just before he kisses the bride, uh, it's seen as the last time he puts his foot down in the marriage. Har, har, har. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so is this lovely Goyim wife going to well, become go a Goyim. Jewish? Let's, Wait, what's yeah. Goyim? I thought Goyim was non-Jewish. Well, Goyim is sort of, um, um, you know, less than complimentary term oh, for non-Jewish. Oh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I should not use that then in mixed company. 
Yeah, you know, I mean, there's also a term called shiksa. You know, a man <laughs> who's not Jewish is called the shagitz. You know, there's all kinds of ways you can go on this. Okay. But um, anyway. So you yes, say uh, you don't know the intentions of the bride because she's not Jewish. Is she going to go, right. f- is she going to fully embrace the religion and go through all the training as an adult? Or is she just going to do it for the jokes like Watley in Seinfeld? <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. I, I, I really, I really don't know. Here. Wait, are you about done? Well, I'm just getting warmed up. Because I'm just a sadist with newer magazines. Huh? Father Curtis told me your little joke. I really didn't appreciate it. What about all your Jewish jokes? I'm Jewish. You're not a dentist. (laughs) You have no idea what my people have been through. (laughs) My people. The Jews? No, the dentists. <laughs> Funny that that's Brian Cranston who went on to play Walter White yeah. in Breaking Bad, one of the most intense, crazy, awesome, good shows of all time. That was him back then. So anyway, he, 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 the net net was good wedding, decent yeah. horror. Mm-hmm. How much basketball did you watch? Um, I got back. Uh, this is Saturday night wedding. So we actually got there on Friday because you had the rehearsal dinner. Um, and, uh, and then I watched, you know, some on Friday after the rehearsal dinner, I watched, uh, some on Saturday. We didn't get back to the hotel room until the second half of the Maryland game, in which they were only down, I think five points at the half, six points at the half. They were hanging but, in there. Yeah. But the rest of the way was just a oigavolt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> another Jewish term, oigavolt, if you will. So you yeah. only got to see a little bit of it. Was that hard? Because I mean, you know. You're a big Maryland basketball fan, and this was a nice little run to the second round for a team that was not expected to do much. Yeah, yeah. well, you know, my my nephew and his now wife, they both work for the Falcons. He's an assistant trainer, and she's their director of of social media. So um, there's a small window, uh, as you know, with the NFL calendar when you can – have a marriage so they planned it this weekend which you know my son is a huge basketball fan and a, and an indiana graduate loves right. indiana and lives in new york and actually indiana played in albany this past weekend now they went down last night but uh, but he would have found a way to get there if he wasn't in this wedding so you know there's a lot of things that that, that went into this but um you know I, I did watch enough and picked up bits and pieces this was you know, we we uh, we last week <laughs> talked like old men. Oh, college basketball is not the same as it I used know. to be. But but once this thing gets going, oh, it's so it good. gets crazy. It's, it's just insane. It's so good. I I spent the better part of yesterday's podcast. I had on Mark Packer, uh, Billy Packer's son, who oh, does yeah. stuff for the ACC Network, and Gary Williams, formerly of the Golf Channel, now a Sirius XM PGA Tour golf, who is a diehard North Carolina fan. He knows his college basketball. He's a psychopath, and we had a good discussion about it. And I started by saying, you know, a week ago, me and old man Andy were belly aching about. <laughs> I'm not that interested anymore. And then the tournament just sucks me in. It's so good. What do you like the most about it? Because I said, I am a sucker for the coach player bonding, especially the racial harmony that sports provides. We're all on one team. The only color we care about is the school colors, right? Mm -hmm. And the parents in the stands who have lived vicariously through their children and died in the stands, living and dying, watching the games. It's such an intoxicating blend. 
Yeah, and and here's what happens. It, it you look at it and you go, okay, this is only a you know three week period, and you got the mishmash of all these teams, mm-hmm. and some of them are going to be around for one night. But a team like Fairleigh Dickinson wins a game, and all of a sudden you're emotionally invested in Fairleigh Dickinson. If they were on television, if they were playing in your backyard on a Saturday, you would close the blinds. I know. But but now now you're all into it. And, and and judgments on teams and coaches are made in just one particular game. And, you know, let's say Fairleigh Dickinson plays Purdue in one of those, you know, guarantee games in the early part of the season in December. Yeah. yeah, when you're when you're there. Or once in a while they pull an upset there, but it kind of just passes as okay, yeah, they're they're not focused now, they're getting ready for the season. But then you get in the tournament and you go, Oh, oh my God, how is this happening? And yeah. and these people who rode the buses from Jersey all day to get to Columbus, <laughs> oh God, look at them. And 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 then and then like last night they're out. And now we forget about them as we move into the next weekend. It's it's these mini dramas that play out over a course of hours, yeah. and then we move on to the next drama. It's really crazy. It's yeah, insane. It is good. It's it's a very strong brew. In fact, I had bad news for my colleague, Brian Butch, former Wisconsin big man, uh, who's been preaching all year. He gets mad at me and John Kuhn, the former Packer, because all we want to talk about on our crossover segment every day of the week during the football season is, well football and I have kind of in my mind sequestered college basketball to the month of March and I know that that is wrong and kind of weird given that I have a deep history with the game being the former voice of the UC Santa Barbara Gauchos who lost by the way to Baylor going away they hung in there for a while but then just pretty much rolled over which was unfortunate and I told him today I go I got good news and bad news I said the good news is I love the tournament more than I've ever loved it before and I want it. I can't wait to watch these next set of games starting on Thursday. The bad news is I don't think the regular season is a strong enough brew for me. You know what I mean? It's the yeah. same dynamic as baseball, Andy, where I love October so much and will certainly watch October baseball, even with two teams I don't really care about. But regular season baseball? <laughs> Hell no. I'm not watching that. Yeah, but you you really don't have a team, do you? No, I do. I mean, I'll I'll watch the home team. I watched the Nationals, obviously, uh, when I was regularly doing radio in D.C., and I'm now watching the Brewers on the regular during the regular season just to stay in touch with them. But I'm saying that the stronger potion of both March for college basketball and October for baseball have distilled it so that I don't want the weaker brew anymore. It's the same dynamic, and this you won't get this reference because you don't watch either show. Used to be a huge Simpsons fan, okay? Love mm-hmm. the Simpsons. I stopped watching. You know why? Mm. Family Guy. Family oh, yeah. Guy took the jokes to a whole new level, was a much stronger drink that got right. me drunker on funny quicker, and I was like, I don't even have time for the Simpsons. So yeah, that's but, the dynamic I, I, here. I would say a lot of fans, Andy are starting to segment their sports calendar in this type of way where they say, I'm not going to overlap my interests like I once did as a sports fan. I'm going to concentrate them. Yeah, but the the seasons are so different now. I mean, the the NFL, as we talked about last week, it doesn't end in January. It ends in February now. 
and you immediately segue into free agency mm -hmm. and the draft. And so it eats up so much of the calendar. You know, back in the day, the Super Bowl would be played in mid-January, and you really wouldn't think about much until the draft. And then, you you know, have college basketball and the NBA and, and, and hockey. And, you know, it, it, prior to, like, the ninth, late 60s, maybe into the early 70s, the NBA Finals would be played in mid-April. They got out of the way for baseball. <laughs> you know, yeah. now we don't wrap up until the end of June, maybe into July. It's 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 a whole different ball game, and so college basketball has been eaten up by the overlap of the seasons in other sports, and they're just you know they're just and 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 the number of games, it's just hard to, to pay attention to everything. Like it, when when UCLA, and this happened a couple of times on national TV, when UCLA's big winning streaks were stopped by Notre Dame. People will be talking about it at work on Monday because everybody saw the same game. Yeah. Now there's 400 games to choose from. You're probably not watching one of those games. Yeah. Which brings me to the Alabama angle of this. As mm -hmm. I watched Alabama and Maryland, I was, of course, struck by how talented, athletic, and well-coached Alabama is. And Brandon Miller, this kid, is going to be a great NBA player probably. He's got all the tools for it. But I also made the mistake, Andy, of reading – several articles with the detailed recap and report and allegations about the shooting mm -hmm. for which he was not deemed an accessory to the crime, but as a cooperating witness. And I got to tell you, I thought I was pretty immune to the sleazy underbelly of college sports and college basketball, but watching Alabama made me uncomfortable. Mm. Yeah. And I know yeah. that he is not even charged with a crime. And I know that somebody emailed me saying, Zabe, aren't you the guy that screams innocent till proven guilty? Yeah, I get all that. It's hard for me, though, to watch him play and think, how does Nate Oates compartmentalize all of this? Because even though Brandon Miller may not have done anything wrong, legally speaking, there certainly is a moral gray area that he was treading in. And there was two other members of the basketball program that murdered a single mom over a dispute at a club. Something so trivial, it blows the mind. Yeah, well, the, there were. I, I thought the uh, the trigger man, the alleged trigger man, yes. was not with the basketball team. He was I, not with the basketball program, but the other guy that was kicked off the team, Miles, I believe, who's also yeah. charged with murder. Darius Miles, right? Yes, he yeah. was the one involved in the dispute where mm -hmm. basically some woman, this woman who was shot and killed, was with her boyfriend dancing near their cars as they were parked outside the entertainment district of downtown Tuscaloosa. And the woman said to Miles, basically, I'm not interested in you. And that rejection led him to tell Brandon Miller, go get my piece. He was already coming anyway in the car. The gun was in the backseat of the car. It was at that point that I guess Miles got the gun and it was his buddy who didn't play for the team who ended up shooting at the car that had the woman in it and died. It just, oh God, Andy, it's so crazy to think about. And they were saying about Brandon Miller, they're like, this kid's parents are both Alabama played for Alabama, like the athletic pedigrees from Alabama. That's all he ever wanted to do was play for Alabama. Seems like a nice guy, probably is a nice young man. Maybe he was in the wrong place at the wrong time, but what the fuck? What the yeah. fuck? We, we live in a culture where guns are, are, are so prevalent, and, you know, he's 
first of all, if I'm driving a car and, and I find out later that there's a gun in there, that scares the hell out of me. What would you do? Because apparently Miles knew, well, they there's conflicting reports about whether he knew the gun was in the car or not. Right. But what would you do if one of your friends said, I got my piece back here, oh, by the way? I'd say, I'm, first of all, I'm, I'm going to take this car back because I'm, I'm not going to drive. <laughs> I'm not this. driving you. If I yeah, if not- you go to drive me to Bennigan's, our favorite restaurant, <laughs> and I say, I've got my gun on me, what do you say to me? I'd say, let me out of the car. <laughs> you're like, you're I, like, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, you don't want to be unless, part of it. You don't want to be near it. Unless, unless you know, I, I do have a friend who worked for the DEA for a while and used to carry a gun. Uh, in his, uh, he had a holster by his ankle, as a matter of fact, but he was trained with the yeah. weapon and he had a, you know, he, that was part of what he did for a living, but anybody else? No, I, I'm not comfortable with that. It just, it's to me, it's like I watched Alabama play. I watched Nate Oates do his thing. And I know that these young men yeah. on this team, their lives are wrapped up in this season. They're, uh, they've got a great chance to win a championship. They had nothing. Many of most of them had nothing to do with this, but the program still had let into its circle young men who had a mindset that was fucking crazy. Like shooting somebody was an appropriate way to settle some kind of diss about, mm-hmm. you know, a girl. Well, look, you know, I, I, uh, the, the two years that I did, uh, a team was the SMU in the early eighties. Uh, and Dave bliss was the coach and Dave bliss later tried to cover up violations in recruiting by, trying to pin the murder uh, of, a, of one player. On a or, drug deal gone bad. Yeah, and it, it was, it, you know, it was, it was disgraceful. And and here's a guy who at one time was a rising star in the profession. He coached with Bobby Knight, you know, and he had had great success. He, he had team. He had teams that did very well. And the, the pressure, <laughs> and I'm not excusing it in any way, but he used the pressure of that to, to basically tube his life doing something stupid, mm-hmm. you know? Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. 
Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country, or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone you learn by matching audio, from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast-track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Uh, meanwhile, Patino is back. St. John's yeah. job takes it. And back page of the New York Post today says a big money alum is ready to start opening the spigots for nil money to get players in at St. John's. St. John's, Big East letterhead, nil money from deep-pocketed boosters. They're going to be good again, Andy. You watch. Oh, here's one thing about, about St. John's. St. John's has always paid players legally because because they don't legally? have dorms. Oh, yes, right. Legally. They don't have dorms. So they got stipends to either rent an apartment or, like in the case of Chris Mullen, live at home, um, or Mark Jackson, uh, who lived in Queens. Mullen was from Brooklyn. And, uh, and they would just pocket the money. So now with NIL money, you're going to have guys who could conceivably live in Fifth Avenue apartments. <laughs> You know, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, the, and the, Patino the, is all the way back from when you thought his career could have been or would have been dead as a doornail. Well, that's because the NCAA, if it ever existed, is as dead as a doornail. Right. And here he was escorted out of his office at Louisville, you know, like he was some kind of a, a criminal. And they did an investigation and, you know, most people said, oh, God, you know, he'll, he'll never be able to do it. He got resurfaced at Iona. And then when the NCAA was complete, they went, eh, 
He didn't do anything. He's okay. So, you know, cheating ain't cheating anymore. And, you know, and he's, he's had this going back to when he was an assistant at uh, Hawaii, when he first got out of college in like the early seventies. It's, um, you know, it's what, it's what he's, he's been known for. Yeah. Which brings us to our next big story, which is the sale of the commanders and the final exit of Dan Snyder appears imminent now. As reports are swirling and there is sort of Easter egg clues and some of the free agent contracts that are being signed for players that seem to indicate a sale date could be coming. We are on DEFCON 1 footing now. It could literally be any hour at this point as the league owners meetings are set to begin, I believe, the 24th. So at the end of the week is when Mm -hmm. the owners meetings begin. Do you finally feel it's going to happen and how do you feel about it? Oh, as I say, I, I think this, when it happens, will be like the fourth Super Bowl for the team. I mean, I, I, I can't, I, yeah, I can't imagine a greater celebration than uh, when he's finally out. And uh, look, uh, the, what, what I had heard several years ago, it may have even gone back before the Washington Post reporting on uh, the sexual harassment and, uh, and all the, the, the horrible things that were going on. Uh, that Snyder had cash flow problems. I found that hard to believe. Have you been following uh, this guy, A.J. Perez, writes for an outfit called Front Office Sports? Yep, I've had him on the show a bunch of times. Yes, he he does great work, and I didn't get to read the whole article. It's beyond a paywall because they are a startup entity, and he does great reporting. He reported that Dan Snyder was unique amongst NFL owners and that he paid himself a salary. Right. Whereas most owners do not, and his salary was oh look at that, ten million dollars. Right. Hilarious. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean all the all the financial things, the hanky panky, the fifty five million dollar loan that uh, the line of credit that he didn't tell his partners about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so he's he's reportedly a billion dollars in debt, uh, including the debt waiver that he got from the league to buy out his partners. And he's choking. And uh, I don't, I don't, and not to mention all the other investigations that are going on. And I think Perez was the one that reported that uh, the Mary Joe White investigation goes far beyond oh, the yeah. James Friedman allegation that he was uh, he was putting money into different accounts to to hide money from the league and things like that. I mean, he's he's uh, he, the walls are closing in. He's got to get out. So I have a uh, modest. Well, it's not modest. I have an idea for something. I don't know if I can pull it off. It's essentially a live show at a theater, almost like an Alamo Draft House type theater. Not a ton of seats. 500 at most, more like 100, 200. Where you and I on stage with a couple of chairs and microphones and a guest chair or two bring up a bunch of people to celebrate Dan Snyder finally being ousted as owner. Drinks, some food, live show, you and me as the host to just tell stories. Oh, and we could yeah. put up on the screen photos of him and Vinny and tell, remember that time? And we would just revel and laugh and mock him. We would spike the football, Andy, on this, the closing of the Dan Snyder era. If we charge money for the event, we could charge it to cover the cost of the of the venue, but then also take whatever's left over, give it to a charity. It could be a fun night, couldn't it? How do we pull I'm this in. off? You're in? Okay, good. Yeah, um, let's where, do it. Where would be a good venue? If anyone in the D.C. area knows a venue 
that could host an event like this. And we'll have to get a, a, a good name, but basically as soon as this goes final, we have to get together and celebrate as the best we can, you and I having presided over so much of the stupidity through the years, and let like-minded Redskin football team and commander fans do the same. Oh, yeah. I mean, there, there are so many stories. Just just coincidentally, I saw this story in the paper <laughs> over the weekend about uh, you know people who can't sleep before a big trip and and, oh, right. and things that they should do, you know, to, you know, don't, don't drink before you go and don't drink coffee, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought, and I instantly thought of Fred Davis, Fred Sleepy Davis, <laughs> who, who, who missed, who missed it. One of the first camp. days of training camp, oversleeping. Minicamp, rookie minicamp. Yeah. He missed it because he overslept. <laughs> I mean, so here you're about to launch your, your dream come true, your NFL career, and you oversleep minicamp. I know. Um, you know, I mean, they're just and, and Fred Davis, just, who then went on to represent himself in a lawsuit against a nightclub in which they were blaming him for I forget what they accused him of. But the actual court testimony from this low level case was hilarious because he was not equipped to be his own fucking lawyer. Yeah. See, see, this is the thing. It was, it's like it's like the, an oil spill. It just keeps spreading, and there's another story, and there's another story, and there's another story that connects to it. It's it's just it's we an could unbelievable have an, run of stupidity over the last 24 years. And because it wouldn't be on the radio, we could have a fleeting expletive or two. We could really get into the weeds on this stuff, tell the stories, walk through the Snyder eras, and mm-hmm. have people come up with you know to a microphone to ask questions or to add their commentary. It could be an absolute great night. Now, as far as who else will join us on stage, we have to find people whose careers in D.C. are kind of either washed up or washed out entirely and not fearing any kind of reprisal. Who do you think might join us to get in on the the, the, the dog pile? You know who, who might be in a vengeful mood and would really know stuff? Larry Michael? Do it. Yeah, I mean, the, the NDA might might prevent him from saying anything. Yeah, like somebody who knows where the bones are buried. Like, like the, prob- know- the problem is Larry was in on a lot of the shenanigans. Yes, yeah, I know. But and but so also- it'd be hard for him. Be hard for me yeah. to give him a stage to then bash Snyder when I'd be like, yeah, but we know, bro, what you were doing as his henchman. You yeah. know, the well, constant. Also- hey, pal, it's not that bad. <laughs> we also know Larry Weissman who uh, was, in fact, fired from the team, but does have an NDA, I believe. But uh, he just when you talk to him, you just get the idea, okay, there, there are things he really, really knows and could say. You know, I don't know what the statute of limitations are, but, but he would be another interesting one. All right. Well, think about it. Uh, Lamar Jackson says he is going to release an interview with himself hmm. on his own YouTube platform to talk about why it is he still has not agreed to terms with the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar and Lamar. Do you think he's going to do like a split screen edit where he dresses <laughs> up in a suit and literally asks himself questions? Is this a uh, good know, idea, Andy? Well, he, he's, he's the one that's his own agent. And so why wouldn't he be his own interviewer, right? It just sort of fits together. Um, but I, I wonder how revealing that's going to be. Um, and, and, you know, is, of course, there's nobody really to advise him. That's the problem. That's, that's the biggest problem there. Like if, if he is going to reveal things, 
if he had an agent, an agent might say, whoa, 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 I don't know if you want to say this. I don't know if you want to say that. So it, it could be more revealing than if he actually did an interview. I don't did know. You, did you read the excellent piece by Charles Robinson of Yahoo Sports about what agents would tell Lamar if they had hired him? No, but I've heard enough of these experts who say, you know, like there are, there are players like Roquan Smith, who signed an extension with the Ravens, highest ever for a linebacker, $60 million guaranteed. But they said the level of complications for a quarterback is like tenfold for a linebacker. And just trying to do this as a quarterback is almost impossible. Right. And so basically, I uh, the, the, you should read the article. It's good. The, okay. the agents basically said, look, you're too focused on I want the exact same deal Deshaun got which was a longer deal fully guaranteed. You should go for a deal that gives you effectively guaranteed money for, say, three years at a very high number, right? Like $40 million a year. But then if the team wants to structure the contract so that the last two or three years of the deal escalates to the point where it's going to blow up and they'll have to renegotiate, that's good. Because they'll either have to cut you or they'll have to come back to you with more money. And they were bringing up how Kirk Cousins did it. He took Mm -hmm. shorter deals that were fully guaranteed. But because he kept performing well enough to get new contracts, he's really piled up a lot of money. It was interesting. And then another agent said, look, no matter how much you want to just fold your arms and go, well, I'm better than him. I want what he's having. Remember these owners, this agent says, they all travel in the same ultra-rich circles. They buy the yachts from the same place. They hang out mm-hmm. in the same locales. They talk to each other all the time. And when they're put against the wall by a very strong-willed player, they're not going to necessarily react logically. Right. Yeah. Well, to, I mean, look, Yeah. I, I've read this, that, that he may be interested in becoming the next Kurt Flood, that he's willing to stand on principle. And, you know, he made – what do you make? Twenty three million dollars last year, something yeah, but, like that. But Kurt Flood challenged a totally restrictive system, the reserve clause, True, and helped break but- it with the likes of of uh, Marvin Miller. I don't think there's the comparison here because there's an avenue for him to get to free agency. He's just going to have to th- swim through two franchise tags, which is what Kirk did. Yeah, but he's also put himself in a position where he got the smaller tag. This time, I know. So if yes, if to come back with his tail between his legs for thirty-two million dollars, who among us wouldn't? But he 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 would do that, and then another year where it doesn't even get to what does it get to forty-five next year? If they do it again, I don't know. So yeah. he's, he's already cost himself some money in in the way he's handled things. And you know, I read this one thing that that might sway me towards believing he's he could become Kirk Flood. He lives in a house in Owings Mills. And I read that that house sold for a million and a half. That's it. That's it. That's Not it. Not much money. Yeah, that that buys, probably a that probably a five bedroom colonial. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I mean that's 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 crazy. Yeah. So we'll see. Know. We'll see. Uh, then there's this story on the way out the door. Tell me if your bullshit meter goes off here. Ready? Headline: Man dead after wife accidentally runs over him. In Frederick County, Maryland. Whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, these these happen. What were the circumstances? It doesn't say. Oh, oh it says yeah, Frederick that. County Fire and Rescue pronounced the man who's being whose name is being withheld at the family's request dead on the scene. Uh, they say his wife accidentally backed over him in their driveway mm. at the edge of the road. 
Really? Have to check the insurance policies. Yeah, see, <laughs> see what the life insurance says. I mean, come on. <laughs> to kill him, you can back over your husband, but you know, broken hip, maybe broken leg. Mm. That sounds fishy to me. All right, Andy, good to have you back, my friend, and we will talk next week. All right, Zach, take see care. Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.